And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. I forgot how to do the howl. It's been so long. Oh, my God. It's like riding a bike. <laughs> is it? It is. But I forgot you don't know how to ride a bike either, so you probably can't. But you do ride a motorcycle. Well, not when it's 102 degrees outside. Well, you have never introduced yourself to the folks. What if they forgot who you were? It's been so long. My name is Zigzag. I'm oh. a power bottom. A coup? And Are we having a coup power. during the show? Everyone knows that uh, Zigzag is a power top. I'm not even sure what that means. <laughs> what does power anything mean in relation to homosexual relations? Do we know? I don't know. I, don't know I mean, I mean the, the top would just be behind, right? Right. I, I really don't know, to be honest with you. I think we need to Google power top. This is that we're using correctly. Folks, if you know, give us a call at 425 uh, wait a minute. Don't call us there. Call us at 646-668-8826. Let us know what it's like to be a power top, bottom, or middle, or, uh, I don't know, what's the alternative to a power? A submissive bottom? I mean, I, yeah. I'm lost, Rufus. Submissive. Well, the people need to call in and tell us, because I don't want to search it. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm going to look it up. I'm not afraid to search it. I'm comfortable with my own Google Within my own Google search realm. And Google's and comfortable with it, too. Get ready for the ads you're going to see for the next hour. I'm already getting those. All about butt lube. Well, better than going in dry. That's what I know. Is it really? Power bottom definition. Are you ready? It, okay, okay, yes. Right. Uh, in the queer community, these men are known as power bottoms. Rufus Slaskowski. Um, Does it have a picture of me? Being a power bottom is about sex, and certainly 
je ne sais quoi, just so you know. Now I'm power even more confused. See, everyone's a definition of a power bottom is different, Rufus. Um, let's see. That Evan Goldstein, founder and CEO of Bespoke Surgical and Anal Surgery Practice. No matter how you define it, that ass will need to be able to handle a lot. Like withstanding excessive forces, multiple sessions, multi-daily, daily, weekly, and multiple start partners. Sometimes it means being ready to open up whenever and wherever your partner wants. So, so okay, it's okay. a broader term. I thought I, the power bottom was like during one session you had to be ready to take it. But it's see, more about I thought power bottom was more about like dominance and submissive type stuff. I didn't know it was like your ass is ready for a fucking pounding. Now, that's how I always took it, that you're just really? ready to, to take whatever can fit or maybe even not fit. Oh, I did. I've been using power bottom all wrong my whole life. I'll oh show you God. how to use a power bottom. A, I thought it was a dominant position. It seems like power bottom is actually really a very submissive position. I, uh, I can, it would have to be in that in that position. How could you be dominant? Then why would they call it powerful? A power bottom. Then I realized how powerful I was as a bottom. This quote is said here. Let's say the way that I, JMV describes it, being a power bottom is really a state of mind. It's knowing that it's a goddamn gift to be inside your butthole, and when they when you decide to have sex with someone, it's their privilege. Due to the power bottoms out there, don't get caught up with people that don't deserve your power. Mm-hmm. See, that does sound dominant to me, though. It, in, in that context, like, they don't deserve to be in there. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you hold all the power because I'm letting you. So every woman is a power Vagina, or a power... PV. That's how I call it. That's what I call it. PV. I would think think that that somehow clenching would come into play. Like, how powerful can you clench? Yeah, right. You could rip someone's wiener off, or I guess it's no different than a a woman doing a Kegel exercise while you're inside of her, giving her the privilege to be on top of you. The privilege. Yes. Yes. So it says right here, can you learn to become a power bottom, Rufus? Being a power bottom is definitely something that you can learn, said Paul, 65, explains. Well, I knew I was a bottom in my teens. It wasn't until I was well into my 30s that I began to understand my body and how it worked. Only then he was able to become the self-proclaimed power bottom he is today. Paul's power bottom transformation coincided with finding his voice during sex. It was then I realized I was powerful as a bottom. Okay. I'm I'm still... Confused about the, the powerfulness of the power. It, okay, so it is about. Is it about the, Hold the dominance, on. the controlling aspect of it, or is is it about capacity? Let me. I'm just gonna say there are a ton of stereotypes associated with bottoms, such as being more effeminate, submissive, and emotionally needy. Sure. Being a power bottom bucks those stereotypes and shows that bottoms can be dominant, commanding, and masculine as well. Another bonus of being a power bottom. Unlocking the ability to experience maximum pleasure, as Paul puts it. Power bottoms have the best whole body orgasms when they truly freeze themselves, free themselves and enjoy sex. Interesting. It does make me wonder which, which one, one of the, the two dudes enjoy it the most. These, I mean, I'm guessing that they flip back and forth or no? Do they? I, I don't know. I don't I guess the real question is folks call them with this can there be two power bottoms in a relationship and have it work out in the long term? Hmm. We need to ask the, what was that guy's name? The lion? 
the lion. I, I got a feeling he would not be down with power bottoms. What was the name of that show, though? We should give him a little shout-out during the show. It was The Lion, but it was all about uh, dominating women. But was it The Lion? It was it, The Lion. I know it had a picture of a lion, but I think there was more to the name than that. Well, God damn it. I'll just search Are, are we radio. following him? Are we following him still? Uh, <laughs> I, I believe so. we were following him, weren't we? All right, hang on. We're going to find the lion, see what he's up to. We should call in his show and ask about power bottoms. We should, but his show doesn't start for another hour. We should dedicate the second part of our show to ruining the first part of his show. Uh, Here it is. Uh, Oh, that's not it. You know, because they have that really kick-ass graphic of that lion. Damn, I can't find it. So maybe lion isn't in the name. It's just in the picture. Tiger? All right, God, God, darn it! It's got to be. We're following him, are we not? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go to our profile. I follow. All right. Well, here's our followers. How the fuck do I see who we're following? Blog well, talk radio. Come on. I can see a studio 1776 live mic. Uh, Emmanuel Barbie, you remember him? Well, we should tune into his show real quick. No, the $12 dollar Holler Show. Zigzag 2, I'm not sure what that is. Dr. Helco Radio Show. Now, those are my followers. Shows I follow. Why are they not showing? That's what I'm saying. I don't see ah! God damn it. How All right. Well, show, here we go. Shows I follow. Here we go. All right. Uh, edit. Edit. Is that what I did? I the king. It. It's the king of the jungle. Oh, okay. King oh, with they are. King with two Gs. See how you find the shows that you follow. I want to hear what they're saying almost on the 1776 show right now. Can we tune in real quick? Yeah. Yeah. You had the Navy vet medically kidnapped. That's what America Back. became America, right? Courts? Locked up inside a psychiatric ward for exposing courtroom corruption as a witness. Oh, I almost have to hear that, Jim. See what these guys got to say. Recognize hardly anything that we're following. Did we get a Is there a way that people are making us follow them? Maybe. Thank you for joining Studio 1776 tonight. Daniel Leach, I'll be your host tonight. I'm going to be joined by Eric, the Freedom Streamer. Tonight? From RBN Radio. The public tonight. broadcasting network. He's also last night a co-founder of courtroomwatch.org, Courtroom Observer as well. We're going to be talking tonight about Anna Taylor. Anna Taylor is a single mom who was put on mental arrest in Connecticut. She is fighting for her rights as a parent. Parental rights. So she she lost custody of her kid. um, Mm -hmm. She's locked in a psychiatric ward in Middlesex Hospital in Connecticut for exposing court corruption on the witness stand. And tonight, how come I can never find out where to fucking will be calling in? Fast forward on this shit. She will be live. live, No interviewed, 
And Another I'm fucking error on Blog Talk Radio. Right, there is a way, but you can never see it. Eric is here. You should just be able to skip like further ahead in the play bar. I know, but show me the play bar. You know, I'm that running a little low on sleep, and it's a little stressful because what they're doing to this woman, Anna Taylor. Oh, my God. And then he lost a lot of sleep. And people aren't, I don't think, people, we're going to. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. They get censored? Canceled? Are they canceled? I'm still trying to find out how to fast forward. Thank you. Thank you for your joining, Studio 1770. No, dude, let us fast forward through you. I remember this happened last time. I'm going to be joined by... And there was a way to fast forward, but it took forever to find it. RBN Radio. Uh, after all these years, BTR would upgrade something, <laughs> anything. They're like, you cannot fast forward through this. You have to listen to every fucking second. We're going to be talking tonight about Anna Taylor. All right, I can't listen to this fool. I mean, they haven't, they haven't upgraded their website or their look or anything. I wonder if it, did they get bought by someone? You think they probably got bought by like Intuit or someone? It's like, yeah, we're just going to buy them. They're kind of a cash cow in a weird way. We don't do anything. I mean, we don't upgrade. We're not spending any money. When's the last time you saw a blog talk radio commercial? They have no <laughs> overhead because they don't do anything. <laughs> That's what I mean. They haven't upgraded one thing in fucking what, the seven years we've been on here. It's exactly the same as when I first signed up in 2013. <laughs> the dashboard looks exactly the fucking same. It does. I don't the truth is, though, Rufus, I don't know I would like it if it fucking changed. I think it's perfect just the way it is because I'm comfortable with it now. Even though but, I can but, never find anything to play on their little sidebar of tunes over here, surely they can figure out how to make that better. Because that that's might what be I mean. Different. Just, you know, the nuts and bolts shits, the shit that makes things usable. It's like one hour for someone to program the fucking upgrades on, and they're like, eh. That guy costs fucking $200 an hour. We're out. Dude, they haven't upgraded this site in so long. That stock photo on the homepage, I'm sure that photographer has died of old age. <laughs> what is the fucking picture on the homepage? The top of a microphone. It's not even well crap. Oh, now I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. That, you know what? That's probably from DreamWorks. I would have imagined. Could be. <laughs> All right, Rufus, well, how you been? 115 degrees in fucking Texas today, and our man Rufus is toughing it out. Talk to us a little bit about what that's like, Rufus. Well, I'm toughing it out by staying the fuck inside with the AC on. Do you really worry about your, any brownouts in your area? No, none yet. I mean, the, the power's gone out once, but I think it was just a, a fluke thing. A storm was coming in. that rain, It rained for like five minutes, and then it went away, and it was 100 and something again. This is your panic when the fucking power went out, though? No, I was relieved because it was a work day. So what were you going to do if it got to be 100 degrees inside? Um, just let the end take me. Go to Luby's? Hang out? Yeah, probably something like that. I, actually, I don't know what the fuck I did. It stayed pretty cool. I, I left and went to the gym or shopping or something. By the time I came back, it was on. So no one I, – I know that they're worried about – the grid in Texas having a brownout because of what happened during the winter time. Right. Right. Is, is there any political ads or anything talking about 
that kind of stuff needing upgrade in the in the great state of Texas, or are we talking about abortion? What what are the hot topics in Texas right now with the midterms coming up? Brother, you're Brother, asking you're right. the wrong guy because I pay attention to none of that. But on the periphery, I do hear that Beto or Beto or whatever his name is, he wants to fix the grid and he wants abortion back and he wants to legalize weed. So he's got my vote. Yeah, you know what? He'll probably have a lot of people's votes. I bet he will because, boy, uh, you know, the, the incumbents or whatever the fuck you want to call wheelchair guy, he, he's done nothing good. Rick DeSantis, isn't he the uh... – is he your governor? Oh, you're thinking of Florida. The I next, know. The <laughs> second worst state in the union. <laughs> no, I actually think that you're the second worst state in the union. And the first, well, Indiana's a pretty fucking backass word state, too. We're getting ready to abortion. At least yep. you're within driving distance of a better state. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. A couple better states. It takes, I'm, in the, middle, I'm in the I'm middle of the second worst state in the union. It takes me eight hours to get out of it. No matter which way I go. So you live in Colleen, correct? Uh, yeah. Thanks for putting that out there for our psycho fans. <laughs> well, they're they will probably storm your house and protect you instead of uh, taking you over. But <laughs> they're gonna that, they're gonna discover my power bottom abilities. Then you'll be there'll be a line out the door because we know you can handle it as a power bottom out the back door. Dunch. <laughs> <laughs> Only here in the Hype Club Happy Hour, folks. Yes, yes. So uh, what are the politics like in Clean? Because there's a – is there an army base there? The uh, One of the largest – I think the largest by personnel, not the largest by, like, land grab. But, yeah, it's huge. It's How many people is that, then? How many people could be on this base? I don't know. I mean, Clean's a pretty big town. I, I see, Every day I see military folk walking around. But it's on two hundred fifty thousand people in Colleen, something like that. I mean, every day. This is one cool thing. My wife hates it. I think it's awesome. But like, I can sit out on the on the back porch in the shade, right? And uh, there's always like Black Hawk helicopters and the Chinooks, the big double propeller ones, right. flying around. They just look cool as fuck to me. That's kind of how our place in North Carolina was. There was always those planes flying around there, and they had a big base there too big military base you wonder if something was going down maybe you're getting a little bit of a front row seat to see why the chinooks are taking off well, well things did start popping whenever uh ukraine was invaded i noticed a lot of a lot more shit going on like they were just getting ready just in case i guess really i mean oh, I don't yeah. think that's over yet i think that we're gonna have to go there but now that they're willing to like team up with iran yeah well <sighs> We were going to have to get involved eventually to fucking fix it like we do every goddamn time. I know, and that's the crazy part. We wait until the very end, then we have to pick up the pieces, and they're like, I guess we were wrong. Yeah, yeah. we should have assassinated him In 60 years ago. Now, here you go, America. Fix this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's a gallon of gas go for in clean Texas? Um, uh, let me see. Last time I filled up, it was like, Three seventy something. Really, that cheap, huh? Yeah. Well, across the street at the HEB, it was like three seventy something. Across the street, it was like four. And there were cars there. Like, how fucking stupid are you? Convenience. Right. All about convenience. Mm, Sometimes convenience 
you pay. It don't fucking matter. It's across. I'm sure. I'm here. It's five bucks a gallon, almost. God, I can't. I, I have not seen the number five uh, related to gas here yet. Four eighties. Yeah. Not I five. call it freedom gas. That's what I'm calling it. Like when people were saying freedom fries, I'm saying freedom gas. And is the gas high because we we're not taking oil, Russian oil anymore? I, no. I still have no idea what the no. fuck the reason. The gas is. is high because the oil companies are happy making fucking record profits right now. But that's always like, been the case. Blame the fucking. Well, let me put it this way: ten years ago, oil was 135 bucks a barrel, and gas was fucking 325 a gallon. Now, oil is fucking $85 a barrel, and gas is $5 a gallon. That makes things less clear to me. Right. Well, it just means that they're snoking up the profit, right? They're like, whatever. We don't care if Biden gets fucking reelected. We like Donald Trump or whoever. So we'll make you think that high gas prices are because of uh, because who's in office, right? But the truth is they're not fucking going out and spending any money. They, they opened up all these leases for them to drill. Remember before it was like, open the leases. You know, the Democrats oh, yeah, want to open yeah. the lease. Well, they offered to open the leases, and the gas company's like, no, we're not going to drill because we don't want to spend the money. We're returning the profits back to our shareholders and our fat cat, obviously, big wigs. Goddamn shareholders. Call in and prove me wrong at 646-668-8826. I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> Give the people time. No, we don't have time. We're All very <laughs> All the people that would argue in favor of uh, the oil companies and Trump have rotary phones still, so let them dial. The funny thing is they're, the people that are bitching about the price of gas are the people that fucking are driving the world's most giant trucks because they need to fly <laughs> their flags off of them. Exactly. I can't drive a regular car. This giant flag would drag the ground. And they live in a one-bedroom apartment in an apartment complex on the wrong side of the tracks, but they got a big chromed-out fucking F-350. Well, you know what they say, that the size of your truck or the size of your engine is totally inverse to the size of your penis. I found this okay. to be true. Once yeah, you know, my and truck, my they penis got truck. guns and stuff that they need to be stocking up on. And I'm all for fucking people having a gun or two, you know what I mean? But really, how many guns do you need? How I, many I, guns can you shoot at once? I've got, I've got two. I've got two. And guess, I'll, I'll let you guess. Yeah. How many how times many? have I actually needed either one of them? Zero. Yes. Yeah. I have a gun none. that I've never even shot. Have you at least shot your gun? Uh, neither I, one of them I have. <laughs> I have no need. But we'd be real dandy. I mean, I know how to shoot a gun, so don't call about that. Do not right. call 646-668-8826 and tell me that I don't know how to shoot a gun, because I do. That reminds me, my my uh, my handgun. I, I went to a, our hunting cabin last weekend, weekend before, whatever, uh-huh. and I, I took it. And I've been taking it every day, meaning to just shoot some tin cans or something, and yep. I never do. But I just remembered it's it's underneath a seat in my wife's SUV. I should probably let her know. <laughs> Don't let her have a couple of brewskis and call the cops on her. See what happens. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Good way to get custody of your son if you're looking for it. I don't know, officer. My my gun's gone missing, and she's drunk. Hmm. Hmm. Go figure. And she has my son in the car. Yeah. And he's in the driver's seat for some reason. I see that your son, uh, is he going to be driving anytime soon? Well, he's 13, so not for another few years. 
You know what's funny is that I started driving around town when I was 14. Really? Well, it was the early 1980s, so, and my dad was an attorney, but he used to be like, you know what, go do this, go do that. And he would like basically tell us to drive, me and my neighbor friend, Gene, would be he'd be like, go drive or drive up to the boat, right? Because our boat was like an hour away. And he'd be like, bring that screwdriver up to the boat. Well, I mean, I can't. Hey, you I know like, what? what? Drive up here. One time, dude, when I was 15, my dad and my Uncle Sam went and bought a boat, and they were driving it back from someplace in Michigan to their place in St. Joe. Uh-huh. And my dad's like, okay, you and Gene drive home now. We were in fucking Ohio. <laughs> it was like a six-hour drive, and I was driving on a highway. I had no fucking license. What's up? What, what, what's, what was your, your dad do for a living? He was an attorney. So I like so the I like idea it. that a guy who knows the law backwards right. and forwards is like, fuck it. Well, he's like, I guess he figured he could get us out if we got in trouble for driving <laughs> without a license. I don't know how you would have done that in Ohio from a boat in 1985, <laughs> but apparently he had pretty much some confidence that he could. But well, we made it. All the rage in 85. But I want my daughter, I was telling my wife today, I want my daughter to start learning how to drive like yesterday. She's 14. She's turned 14. But I'm like, man, it would be so convenient if she could go to the store. You know what I mean? I remember when I freaking first learned to drive, I was, my mom wanted something from the store. I'm like, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. You know what I mean? I was like, I'll drive to the fucking store. Hell yes. But I'm a little bit of a different person, I guess. I enjoyed driving one. Now kids don't even want to learn how to drive. My wife knows like people whose kids don't drive and they're like fucking 19, 20 years old. What the fuck do they do? They fucking have their parents fucking cart them around. At what age? 19. I don't want to sound like an old fuddy duddy, but those those young punks are fucked in the head. Yeah, can you? I, I wanted to start driving when I wanted. I remember when I turned ten years old. I'm like, man, I can't wait to fucking turn sixteen so I can drive. Me too. It, it, by time he's like I said, it, it'll be a while, but he's already chomping at the bit, man. He wants to get in a car and go. You need to fucking. You know how I learned how to drive? Mowing my yard, mowing my fucking yard on my parents. But I was like eight years old. They had me mowing the yard on a riding tractor. And I'm yeah, telling you, that's how I learned how to drive. Well, we uh, live in a suburb now. I don't have a, a tractorable lawn. Really? Push. You, what if you should have been showing them back out on Cookie when you had Cookie? <laughs> cookie Monster the Blue. Yeah, you remember Cookie? Yeah, I can't believe you do. Of course I do. Of course I remember Cookie. Yeah, Cookie was unreliable though. <laughs> right, you had to get another chopped one. Chopped him up. Yeah, you had to buy another one. You know, didn't you let the underbrush grow over Cookie? Uh, uh, somebody came and got Cookie for some reason. Flat tires oh, really? didn't run, and they came and came and got yeah. him. He probably fixed Cookie up, and are still fucking using Cookie to this day. Probably, probably so. Probably. It was free. I was like, if you can haul it, you can fucking have it. And they came and got him. Wow, that guy will never forgive you, that guy that gave you Cookie from the goodness of his own heart. That meth head really loved him. <laughs> He's right fucking sitting with Cookie, part of Cookie underneath his pillow right now. He probably is. He's probably got one of Cookie's fucking uh, uh, pistons lodged in his bottom jaw. <laughs> bottom jaw. There must be some kind of way you didn't know about how to make Cookie into fucking methamphetamine. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure he uses uh, one of Cookie's old spark plugs to light his crack pipe. So he, he 
Those guys at Holloway Jump, they, they do something with it, obviously. So there's some market out there that we missed out on. That's true. I, I did meet a guy. It wasn't this guy, but I did meet a guy. His hobby, his fucking hobby was picking up old lawnmowers and, and riding tractors that were just rusted the fuck out, and his hobby was he'd fix them up and make them badass. Right. What a, I saw a guy, what a hobby. I saw a guy that does that to um, John Deere tractors, and he makes good money doing it because, like, if you restore an old John Deere tractor, you can get, like, fucking six grand for it. Oh, the credit sure. is that's all you're going to get because – you see some of these super old badass fucking tractors that are restored, and I mean old, dude, like fucking nineteen twenty, and you're like, right, God, right. that thing must be worth fucking a hundred grand, and they're like sixty five hundred bucks, and you're like, no fucking way, how is that even possible? Right, right. That's why I've That's got why four. You got a whole slew of them. You got a fucking. If they came Leap, to your house like cribs, you'd be breaking out the old fucking Alice Chalmers. Yes, yes. I would. With a Tecumseh engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know all that. Chinese engine that they made. God Tecumseh. bless you, Ruben. Tecumseh. And that that's an engine brand, is it not? I think it I think is, it but is. It's, it, that's an that's Indian word, not a Chinese word. Native, Native American. <laughs> the Native Americans are hard at work cobbling together engines in a giant fucking factory on a reservation somewhere. Yeah, yeah. that's I, the I, predicted. Should, I don't want to say this. They should cancel Tecumseh. It should be canceled. They should be canceled. But you know what? It's a testament to a Indian. It's a hardworking implement, right? An engine for a tractor. It sounds very majestic. It does sound majestic. It does. It does. It yeah. I mean, you know what? Now I'm curious if they are owned by a Chinese conglomerate. <laughs> you don't know? You said that like you knew, and I bought it. No, I did not know. But I'm, I have to assume... Oh, oh. Here's some Here's Tecumseh some trivia for you. Oh, I'd love to hear it. The cigar store Indian at at the front door of the Cheers bar on the Cheers TV show was named Tecumseh. Really? Yes. So what makes Tecumseh so famous? What did Tecumseh do? I think he was think a chief. But surely there was a lot of Indian chiefs. None of them like Tecumseh. Sounds like a porn star. Uh, Tecumsania. <laughs> Tecumseh spelled like that? Let's see. Tecumseh Lore. I'm going to find out what made him. We're in a very educational mood on the show tonight, folks. We always are. Uh, 1808, Tecumseh settled in the area of present-day Indiana. Hello. With his brother, Tenochtitlan, called the prophet, because he claimed to have had a revelation from the master of life. Uh-oh. Tecumseh was a snake oil salesman. Thus, there the brothers sought to induce the Indians to discard white customs and goods and to abjure intertribal wars for unity against the white man. Oh, was Tecumseh a good person, Rufus, you ask yourself? A persuasive orator, Tecumseh traveled widely, forming Native American Confederacy and promoting intertribal unity. Even though his efforts to unite Native Americans ended with his death, in the War of 1812, he became an iconic uh, iconic folk hero in American, indigenous, and Canadian popular history. Canadian popular history. Yeah. Well, Indiana's not that far from Canada, really. And, I mean, there's probably a good chance that he traveled across, probably into Canada and stuff. 
Well, there probably was no borders from his point of view. It was just like, I'm going to go. But there probably was in 1808 anyways, was there? Who was was in Canada in 1808? The French? Hey, I don't know. When did did Canada become a country? When did Canada... When did Canada gain independence in 1867? From France? Toledo, Ohio. Okay. All right. It's probably another Indian chief. Toledo. Uh, from the from UK. The... Oh, really? Why do you think the French people yeah, were yeah. up there? Um, great food. Canada has awesome food. <laughs> they do. Canada and Iceland, known for their fucking food, for sure. Maple, maple syrup. The French love maple syrup. They do, and they love beer. And Canadian and bacon. Love, and Canadian bacon. So fucking, they can't even share bacon with us. They have to have their own bacon. Yeah. yeah. They burn I'd move to Canada. I'd move to Canada right now. Have you been you to Canada? Canada? It's close. Yeah, of course. I'm only three hours from Canada right here. I could get in the car and drive to Canada tonight if I wanted to and be there do for it. two midnight. Do it. Do it. All right. Okay, folks. Thanks for listening to Microsoft Happy Hours. We're driving to Canada now. On a dare. I'll tell you what. I'm going to Detroit the next two weeks. I'll fucking go to the other side of the other side of the bridge in Detroit and go to Canada. <laughs> so regale me with the tales of Canada. Is it exotic? Is it a yeah. wonderland? The one thing they do have in Canada is totally new strip bars. Oh, they have that in Austin, Texas. We've been there. Yeah, but these people will have sex with you from what I hear from, from other people. In Canada? Yes, the Canadian strippers will have sex with you. They can, or they just will? They will. I heard that from sales guys that they will. Is it legal? I don't know. Let's see. Is prostitution legal? I doubt it, right? I would think think not, but but, uh, I'm curious. I may have to do some research. Let's see. Bill C-36, new offense that prohibits purchasing sexual services, makes the prostitution transaction illegal. So that would be a no. But yet they do it. Under the Protection of Communities and Exploited Persons, it is legal to communicate with the intention of selling sex. However, is it illegal to communicate with the intention of buying sex and illegal to purchase sex services? So as long as we don't talk about it, I could do it and just throw money at you. No, I don't. No, you can talk about it, right? You can talk about it. You could be like, hey, Rufus, I'll give you a blowjob for $5, right? But as soon as you say, I would like to get a blowjob for $5, you have broken the law. Right. So I guess entrapment and scamming are legal in Canada because I can't imagine there's 8 trillion women being like, yeah. All I did was tell the guy that I was going to have sex with him and send me 500 bucks, and then he showed up and tried to have sex with me or was talking about sex with me. Well, so yeah, much so for going to Canada. Yeah, I guess I won't be going to Detroit and going to the other side of the bridge and checking out Canada. What's, What's uh, in Detroit? Where are you going? Why? Uh, to sell marijuana. Sell boatloads of marijuana. Wow. wow. Sold one place, 70 pounds of marijuana last week, Ruben. God damn. What, what is that? Don't reveal too much, but what is the street value of that? 
Not as much as it used to be, that's for sure. There's a lot of pot in Michigan right now and all over the country where, you know, it's legal. So about $80,000, $85,000. That seems low to me. It is. It's super low. When we got in this business, that should have been $200,000 probably. So what do you do? Because it does seem like in areas where it's legal, there's a glut. I mean, everybody's making it. So how do you pitch your product as opposed to another product? I mean, do you have to actually, like, say, here, do it? Yes. I'm going to tell you, we went on a fucking sales call last week, last Wednesday, and we take our samples with the guys. And Of course, these guys are all pot smokers, right? They're buying fucking product to put this one place has 20 fucking dispensaries. So we show up there. The guy breaks out the joint, dry hits it a few times, and fucking sparks it up right there. Like, hey, seems like pretty good stuff, right? So we have another meeting with them next week. But one of the places we met was like, the guy's like, I'll buy everything you got in inventory right now after smoking it. Really? So I sold it to him. Now we've got more in inventory. Time to get rid of more. I mean, we're producing a lot of marijuana is what it comes down to. And right now in Michigan, it's like a, it's going to be a staying game, right? you got to have to fucking be able to gut out the next year, right, on slim margins while the market consolidates because there's a lot of people going out of business, too, because the prices are so low. Right, right. You know what I mean? There's just too much competition right now. So if you can gut it out for a year, which I'm hopeful that we can, that's why we're looking for these good partners, these big chains, you can be able to raise your prices in a year from now, right, back to normal levels because a lot of the competition will be out of the game. Right, right. So whenever you meet one of these guys – like who has you know, 20 dispensaries and he's going to partake of the deal because he's got to know what he's buying. Right. Does he really like go all in and get all, you know, I, or does he yeah. just like get a taste and set aside and be like, okay, let's talk business. And then I'll. These guys, I mean, the thing is being high for people that smoke pot is not. It's not the same as like when I do it. Yeah. And it's not like being drunk, right? right. It's like, not like you lose your faculties. You know, you're not going to probably be taken advantage of. You know what you were thinking about before you go into the meeting. You know, but, yeah, I mean, the guy took, like, five or six hits. See if anybody else wants some. Nobody wanted some, so he put it out. And uh, right after that meeting, I went and got high, and then we had another meeting with another guy who did the exact same thing. We showed Mm up. He sparked up the joint, sparked up a couple joints, passed them around to the people that he works with, too. And that's that's how you do business. That's, That's how you sell weed. Is unbelievable as it sounds. Here's my Here's next my question. Next. Now, that, now that, you know, you, know, you and a lot of people have been smoking it forever, you know, now when you do it, like you like, said, it's it's like it doesn't obliterate your mind. You're you're not incapacitated. Is it better now having, you know, done it for so long as opposed to when you were younger and it no, was really absolutely. just like, boom? No, I appreciate when, you know, I would be untrue if I told you that sometimes when I smoke, I don't get super high, right? And like, not, but I'm not like not in control of my faculties. I don't think anybody that smokes marijuana is out of control of their faculties necessarily. But oh yeah, yeah, I like to get mind mind blowing. You know what I mean? I like to think about things that I have I don't normally think about. I mean, even though that can be uncomfortable sometimes, and I think a lot of people perceive that as paranoia. But thinking outside of your realm, you know what I mean, is kind of what it's all about to me. Right, looking at problems from different directions, or trying to understand things that you normally wouldn't even try to figure out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know. Oh, so yes. No, go ahead. Oh no. 
No, but so are you smoking the Delta Eight carts now? Yeah. 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 Well, I got one, but in that right there is is the plant my wife was like, I'm gonna go ahead and grow one. I was like, good luck. Right. The, the thing's like that tall now. There you go. <laughs> and it's all leafy and green, so I might have the real deal soon. So tell her to turn it. When are you gonna turn it back to flowering? I don't know. I have no. I I, I know nothing. Is she feeding it nutrients and all that good stuff? She's been doing so. I've, I've been hands off. I'm not because when I was hands on, I fucking killed it. So I just I don't even open. This is my office. I don't open that fucking door until she's like, here, look at this, and I look at it. And I'm like, god damn. Right on. Is she gonna smoke it when you get it going? No. Yeah, I bet she does. I bet she does. I bet she. Well, this maybe because of the effort she's put into it. But well, I can't remember that. what seed you got. What kind of weed did you get? Uh, Girl Scout cookies. Oh, that's right. Your favorite. That's what I bought. And then they threw in some uh, two bonus seeds that were something. I forgot what those are. But I think that's a Girl Scout cookies. Okay. Well, that's one of the ones that you like, right? That you were getting, that you were buying. Yeah. It's, yeah. You had sent me some. I would consider that an oldie but a goodie, to be honest with you, Rufus. I really would. Awesome. So... Uh, let's talk about Tenacious D in September. Folks, we're going to be at Tenacious D in September in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Rufus, are you in on this? You're in on this, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. I just sent you a text the other day. To yes, I know. The day. Uh, so I can book the hotel. Oh, I thought you knew what day the, the show was. Let me look. I can look it up right now. Well, you had told me before. I mean, don't – yeah, you, you definitely told me before, but I forgot, and the text is long gone now. Do we – let's see. You I know the date of the show. I'm going to know, like, the date that you'll actually be there. Hold on a second. I got time I got, for this. Let me go to my Hilton Honors app. Yes, yeah, so that's a free plug for you, Hilton. MEC Suites by Hilton, Milwaukee. Uh, I will be there Saturday, September 17th through Monday, September 19th. All right, cool. All right, cool. So I'll make sure okay. I'm there at least those days. I'll probably, I'll probably get an extra get day or two on the end of the beginning just to not be here. But you should do that just in case something happens to your flight or whatever, and we don't want to miss the D. No, no. I do not want to miss the D. Look at us traveling around and see the D. Of course, I've only had to go in my car so far, and you've had to travel by air. But uh, I'm cool will ever be our first Tenacious D show where we didn't even get to see the D except for, like, the last fucking three songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were getting in trouble for trying to find places to watch the D. That was that worth it, though. That was very D-like. You know what we should have done? Should have demanded our fucking money back until they got us some front row fucking tickets. I mean, how dare them sell tickets knowing that there was no way to see past that, like, where the floor went down and that bar, like, came down. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of nerve, Rufus. A lot of nerve, I tell you. A lot of nerve, that's why I will never see the the D in general admission ever again. But at least it was an adventurous time. It was. You lost your phone that night. That was lost cool. my phone. We we snuck behind areas that should not have been accessible to us. We probably could have met the D or a D derivative somewhere. <laughs> D did the stunt doubles. And you were making friends with the lady who was yelling at us. That was pretty cool. Kind of cute. I don't have to show you guys again, or do I? Then I'll come back here and blow you. Yeah, yeah. okay, you tell us with their mouthful. 
you could have had sex up there where we were at. There was like nothing going on up there. I'm surprised that we got caught, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I think she was on to us by then. We were practically working the these light show from up there. <laughs> yeah, we were blocking it. <laughs> They're like, we're fucking standing in front of like some of the most important parts of the show. I'm <laughs> sure the shadows of our heads were on the back wall of the stage. <laughs> and then the lady coming and swatting us with her fucking baton. <laughs> Yes. We should get paid royalties. We should. We probably made that show what it was, goddammit. We did. I mean, it was, we really didn't see much of the D, though, in all honesty. Until we got to sit down, like, kind of in the front row of the balcony. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once we got a seat, it was pretty good. But uh, even before that, it was just, I thought it was cool sneaking around and being it was, scamps. Uh, it was scamps. Zigzag. Except, uh, you know, the best part about it was they waited to play the songs that we kind of went there for at the end. They knew. They did know. They said he said one more for the hardcore. Did he not? Yes, he did. So yeah, I mean, just to see the D. Maybe we have to write another song when we go see the D this year. You should. Should I bring my whole computer set up like last time that it made you so angry? It didn't make me angry. I just thought yeah, it was odd. Angry. What was odd about it, Rufus? Do tell. That you brought a. a, a 25-foot computer when you have a laptop? 27-inch. 27. But look at the miracles made on that computer. And look at that one guy was so impressed. That bellhop was so impressed with us that I think he thought we were the D. He might have. And I'll never stare at another airport fucking Hilton or airport hotel the rest of my entire life. I will never get... In, in an in, elevator in that hotel with two chicks who were Mennonites or whatever the fuck they were. Because remember, it like got stuck, yeah. and, and one of them was like, I think we're going to be sick. Yeah, that was crazy. That was like, she got oh, on the elevator with us and basically said she thought she was going to be sick. <laughs> yeah, not not cool. Not cool. Not, not cool. That's not the way. Those people, I mean, that was crazy, all those church people. It was crazy. And watch, we watched them out the window, and you could pick yeah. them out. They were all on those little scooters, those little electric scooters. Powered by God. Then some guy got hurt, remember? Some guy wiped out on one of the scooters, and they had to call an ambulance. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. And then there was that one guy that we saw scrambled around. He would go pick up all the scooters. Oh, he that's like right. 14 scooters. Yes, he was driving two scooters at a time. That was like his deal, and he was awesome. That guy was awesome. We should have got that on video. That probably could have went fucking viral, honestly. I bet it could have. We should have interviewed him. We could have made that guy famous. We could have made that guy famous, made a bunch of money off him, then discarded him to the side like nobody's business, and no one would even cared. And we missed our chance. We did. We missed our chance. Like that guy, that uh, skateboarding dad guy or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? It's like famous for like 10 seconds. He's no, just like. I missed those I missed 10 those seconds, seconds, I guess. And if you did. I'm, I apologize that you missed those 10 seconds. It really was it, it was a feel-good 10 seconds, Rufus. Let me just say that. Then he died of OxyContin overdose. Well, you're getting you're skateboarding. Getting, That's where you're headed. It, was, it turns out it wasn't OxyContin. It was fentanyl. Uh, uh, skateboarding <laughs> comes with dangers. <laughs> yeah, you used to just have to wear a helmet and knee pads, but now you got to worry about the Oxycontins. Oxycontin, fentanyl, meth. I mean, they, these all go along with skating. Dude, Tagging. I, have you watched any um, any interventions since it came on this year? 
I haven't seen it in so long because my wife hates it. She's like, it's so depressing. And I'm like, well, that's why I fucking watch it. Right. Who cares about feel-good TV? You want want to feel-good? Watch the news every night. I don't want feel-good. And honestly, some of those chicks are pretty hot when they're starting out. They they do get naked sometimes, too. And they're, they're willing to do the Canadian thing for just a couple of dollars. That's for sure. That's but it, this whole season is about um, fentanyl and oh, really? smoking fentanyl. Yeah. So, like, every episode, dude, the people never stay. The people, they're all fucking destined to die. They never have ever gotten – I've never seen one person get clean this whole season. So, I'll be honest, I'll be honest fentanyl's kind of new to me. I mean uh, – uh, I don't really know a lot about fentanyl. I know it's highly addictive, and it's basically – it's a replacement for oxycodone. So people are pressing the fentanyl into tablets that look like oxycodone and selling them, but people know when they're buying them that they're fentanyl and they're smoking them. So, so is it an it, opioid? It's a synthetic opioid, I guess. Ooh, the word let's synthetic look, does not sit well with me. Let's look up fentanyl. I would like to know exactly what fentanyl is myself. I want you to spell it. I'll, I'll try to spell it, the spelling bee style. Okay. No. F-E-N-T... E-N-Y-L-L. Let me look it up. All right. F-E-N-T-A-Y-O-A-N-Y-L. Yeah, it was way off. Last half. I fucked up. Fentanyl. What is fentanyl used for? What is fentanyl? Let's see. Where does fentanyl come from other than China? Currently, China remains the primary source of fentanyl. All right. What is fentanyl? It's used for severe pain. Wow. wow. I'm terrified of fentanyl now. Well, and there was this thing going around where two, two like, basically grains of sand of fentanyl can kill people. It says and right here, it's, it's 50 to 100 times more potent than morphine. Jesus. I don't know. I don't. I would never – how do you get the guts to even try? I mean, I guess you got to want to kill yourself, right? You can't be afraid to die if you're going to fucking try fentanyl for the first time. Do you, I'm guessing people – do you think people ease their way into fentanyl? Like, first they tried meth, and then they try oxycodone or whatever, it's then oxycodone. heroin. It's oxycodone, and then heroin, then, then fentanyl, when they can't get heroin anymore. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid. Yep, there you go. It's 1,500 times stronger than morphine. How do you that take is, it? Is it snorted or injected? They, they do it all every way, every which way. But yeah, yeah. most I've seen on uh, intervention is they're smoking it on tinfoil. That sounds healthy. I mean, what's crazy is that you're like, there was this fucking episode due to this whole family of people, right? It was the saddest thing you've ever seen. The mom, the dad, everybody was fucking smoking fentanyl. And the kids were like, as big around as fucking toothpicks. Mm-hmm. Right? And they they were in their, like, 30s. Mom's fucking smoking fentanyl. Dad's drinking and smoking fentanyl. Not as much of it. Dad was able to keep a job. But he was taking care of everybody in the house. Right? And they were all on fentanyl. Like, five people smoking fentanyl all day. God, that's crazy. And the deal is, your brain doesn't let you think about anything except smoking fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. Right? You sit around and, like, everything they talk about is smoking fucking fentanyl. American Dream. Well, I mean, it's insane. It's insane. Do you think that's like a conspiracy from the Chinese government to try to get to the American people? 
I don't know. I mean, it could possibly be that, or it could just be that people want to get fucked up, and there you go. Well, they do, and China knows that, too, obviously, and they're like, let's let America get fucked up via Mexico. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, the American pharmaceutical industry has done the same thing. I don't (laughs) think it matters where it comes from. That's where everybody got hooked, to be honest with you. Yeah. Man, one of the... One of these fucking uh, intervention episodes was the saddest fucking thing ever. Kid got in a fire, right? Got burned. They sent him to the hospital, gave him fucking painkillers, right? Oxycodone, Vicodin, and I'm probably all of them. He was 14 years old, and he fucking got hooked. Yeah, He yeah. got fucking hooked. I mean, it's insane. It is insane. I mean, I, I wouldn't even want... I, what do you do? Your, your kid is in pain... But you're like, this fucking drug could set them back in life, you know, for good. Or fucking kill them. He actually was able to get clean, and he was becoming a fireman to deal with, like, fire victims. But he had PTSD and stuff from getting burned. He had self-conscious issues, right, because he had burns over, like, three-quarters of his fucking body. Very sad story. Those are the saddest stories, right? Joe Schmo fucking drops out of college, or there's a guy, he's a chef, right? He's just like, this is the way to live when you're living the fast-paced life of being a chef in Las Vegas, and he's, like, smoking fentanyl all fucking day. But those guys guys, who actually, they got fucked up. You know, the guy got burned, almost died, and then wound up, yeah, that's heartbreaking. The other ones are like, well, you just shouldn't have fucked with it. Right, yeah. On you. Yeah, you took pills because you wanted to get fucked up. Now you're addicted to fucking pills. Go, go figure. Boo-hoo. I mean, I feel sorry for them because that shit is super fucking addictive. I mean, you know, I don't know how it makes you feel. I've never taken a Vicodin or an Oxycodone or anything like that. Even though I had some when I had my tooth pulled that one time, I forgot that they gave me some, and I found them the other day looking for some uh, antibiotics. I found, I can't get antibiotics, but I can get fucking... Uh, Vicodin from a dentist. You think, you think we, we should do a fentanyl challenge on the show? Oh, I like it. I'll do three grams of fentanyl. Three I'll grams. do. We'll both do three grams, and then by the next week, we'll see who's hooked and who's not. Ah, I like it. I love that. Forget the wings challenge. We're going straight to opioids, synthetic opioids. Yes. Yes. I'm going to get on the dark web right now and see if I can't find some opiates for us, some phony opiates. Go for Go it. Go for it. I'll, like, I'll dude, take I'll, it. I was watching this American Greed, and I, I told you about this one, right, where the guy was making the fucking fake pills? And yeah. And he yeah. was making 7,000 pills an hour and selling them on the Silk Road or whatever. He was making $4 million a month. And the only reason he got busted is because he only hired idiots to fucking work for him. They were going to the same place to, like, uh, shift the stuff every fucking time instead of spreading it around. So they follow one guy home after he dropped off, like, the 50th bunch of packages for, like, the year or whatever, Mm -hmm. and and he ratted the guy out. He just said, yeah, I know what's in the packages, and otherwise the guy never would even cut. But they showed the footage of kicking the guy's door in, right? His machine's fucking stamping in the background, and he's playing Call of Duty. Oh, oh, my God. Uh, whatever, with, like, his headphones on. He didn't hear him smash in the door. So what, so you're, what saying you're saying is saying. now we know how to make $4 million a month and not fuck it up. 
it pretty much was a roadmap on how to fucking do that, if you ask me. Honestly. That's the best thing about true crime shows. <laughs> Man, you're like, the, when they show you the one thing that got the guy fucked up, you're like, okay, solid idea if you mm-hmm. just don't do that. Got it. Got it. Uh, can I tell you something? I was wearing my hat. Uh, I sent you a picture of me wearing my hat, like your hat, I do believe, a while back. And someone asked me if, like, an animal got to my hat. I, they, were being, they were being sincere. Yes. Why, why somebody literally asked you that? They really did. They really I, asked me what happened to my hat. I've been wearing this hat for like 15 years, and no one's ever asked me that. And I'm a short guy. Everybody can see the top of my hat. Someone you asked got asked that. that. And I said it was pre-scratched in, a, in a, uh, a factory in China, as far as I know. It's probably a child trying to escape. <laughs> it probably is. Probably someone with just having their feet unbound for the first time. <laughs> there are three toes they still have. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a good time on the Hypersoft Happy Hour Zigzag Rivers. We haven't even invented anything tonight, but I would like to. Did I tell you about epilapse? No. Oh, epilapse. Think about it. Now, when, what do you think of when you think of epilapse? I think of an epipen. No. Think about tombstones. What goes on a tombstone? Uh, epitaph. Right. Epilapse. Okay, Epilapse got it. Epilapse are comical things that go on tombstones. That's brilliant. Like, we, we could use song lyrics. Uh, I am the man in the box. <laughs> right? we, probably could, we probably should go put that on Lane Staley. We probably, it might be there. I want mine to say I I was kind of a big deal, I think would be a good one. That's accurate. But, I mean, it's either that or I was thinking the other thing we need to do is maybe jump on just trademarking born on, died on. <laughs> oh, my oh God. Can you imagine? What if we did that? Every tombstone from now on says born on, TM. <laughs> right. Died on, TM. And we get, a, a like, 12 cents for every fucking death. We'd be rich. You know what? We do that along with epilapse and our wall of writing your own, um, a place to write your own. Right. Obituary, yeah, and we could have angry obituaries where people write hateful obituaries about other people. We call them obituaries. Oh my god, dude, did you just do that? Like, I did. There's fucking all kinds of money to be made in death. I've realized. Fucking a, dude. Casket sales, obituaries. Wow, that's good. That's good. Maybe that's where it came from. Could be. You should look up the origin of the word obituary. Yeah, yeah, it can be an ancient tradition of bitching about somebody who died. Right, and I, there was a thing on the news the other day. Uh, folks, why don't you just follow us into the VIP? You're already here anyway. Right, Rufus? Should they just follow us? Of course. <laughs> don't go anywhere. Stay. Stay. Stay and listen. Well, wait, they won't be able to listen on the Blog Talk Radio. They're going to have to listen mm. on... All right, folks. Blog Talk yeah, Radio get your brains right because we're headed into the VIP part of the show. So take a little break. We'll come back, talk a little bit about obituaries, and then we will move on to, are we playing Jeopardy tonight, Rufus? Fuck yeah, we're yeah. playing Jeopardy. Are you kidding? All right. We're going to make Jeopardy our biatch. So follow us into the VIP, folks. Check it out.
Hello, folks. This is Double D. Welcome to the VIP part of the show. This is where I, Zigzag, and me, Rufus, are doing our favorite part of the show, which is the VIP part of the show, where we're super duper important, more important than normally. Right, Rufus? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, Rufus is a power bottom. I knew it. I knew it. He commands a strong presence. I can hold hold gallons. (laughs) <laughs> gallons. I like the way you say that. Like, yeah. a, like a hungry pirate. Oh, yeah. I'm, All I'm, right, folks. I'm an empty vat. So, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about uh, our wall of places to write your own obituary. Then we were going to look up the origins of the word obituary. Rufus, can you help us out with that? Yes, yes I can. Obituary origins. The first obituaries were published in ancient Rome. Around 59 BCE, on papyrus newspapers called Daily Events. That's so crazy. It seems like normal shit. You know what's crazy is I was watching a whole thing on ancient Rome not too long ago. I'm like, damn, they had it kind of like we. They had fucking like fast food restaurants and shit like that where people just fucking carried out food. Yeah. Like holy shit. So basically, we could probably end at any moment because fucking. Ancient Rome was kind of on a good track, and then they just fucking pretty much went away. Yeah. That is crazy crazy. to think about. Because you you think of old cultures as being like, uh, we're skinning animals in a fucking cave and shit. (laughs) Ancient Rome was like now. It's just everything was made of stone. It really was. It's insane. I mean, to see that they had fast food restaurants, I was like, no fucking way. I mean, they had had sewers, too. Yeah. And I just read they had newspapers, daily events. Right, imagine writing in a fucking daily newspaper. On papyrus. So what do you think, they had a bunch of slaves sitting around fucking writing the same thing in the newspaper? It had to be. They didn't Did have you imagine proofreading that news, all those newspapers? No. No. <laughs> How many people could read in ancient Rome, I wonder? Was it like everybody? How many, How many people? Did they have public schools? These are good questions. I don't know. Only 20 to 30% of males in Rome and Italy could read. Okay. Did ancient Rome have schools? This is legit interesting. There were two types of schools in ancient Rome. The first type of school was for younger children aged up to 11 or 12. At these schools, children worked on an abacus to learn basic math. Holy shit. Fucking crazy. They had public school. For writing, they used a stylus and a wax tablet. They taught math and writing. It's just like now. Now, did they have public health care in ancient Rome? Did ancient Rome have public health care? The Romans, unlike the Greeks and Egyptians, were firm believers in public health. What? Are you kidding me? No. They knew that hygiene was vital to prevent the spread of disease. Practical projects such as creating a water supply were very important. There's your answer. Romans. 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 They had the key. What, What if Rome would not have burned? We'd be living on other planets by now. We probably would be. I, I guarantee it. Set us back hundreds of fucking years. Yeah, yeah whatever, whatever the fuck destroyed Rome set humanity back for thousands of years. 
I, that is a trip. I went to Rome, and I didn't see all the stuff I should have saw, and I feel bad about that. I would like to go to Greece. I definitely want to go to the, the ancient ruins in Greece. You know That'd what I mean? Awesome. I think that yeah, would yeah. be pretty fucking badass. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And I went to Rome. It's I think it's a little different in Rome because everything is, like, built up around the Colosseum and all those places. I think when you go to Greece, you get more of the idea because it's, there's not a city intertwined with the ruins of the Parthenon. Is there? I don't know. Is that like the Parthenon Hilton or the Pizza Hut at the Parthenon? There's probably one in the Parthenon. There probably is. You know what? And I was thinking the other day when we were at our dead show, what a great idea still, and I still think this is a fucking great idea, and I'm just going to say the ideas now, right? I'm just saying that because now I need people to develop them because I need them in my life, right? So our thing where, say you're going to Yellowstone Park, right? All this fucking tourist shit comes up on your phone. Buy now, right, and have it shipped to your house or have it shipped to a loved one or whatever and get the impulse buy out of the way, but you're not left carrying a bunch of shit around, right? It just drop ships the stuff right to whoever you fucking want it to go to. Or to your house. It's like waiting for you when you get there. Yeah, Don't yeah, worry yeah. about schlepping it around anymore. Don't worry about all that bullshit. You get all the fucking, you know, impulse buy out of the way, and you don't have to fucking carry it around. Right. Exactly. exactly. And it, it's, it's location sensitive. So when you walk yes. into the area, right. oh, yeah. wow, I can get that? Exactly. Bang. And I don't have to carry it. I can have it shipped to Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe always loved fucking Yellowstone. You know what I mean? Right, Let's right. send Uncle Joe a fucking T-shirt. Oh, don't forget Aunt Patty. She needs a T-shirt. Oh, she needs this fucking twenty-dollar pot holder that says Yellowstone Park on it. Sure, keychain. And here's the here's the fucking awesome part of it. You're not just limited to what's in the fucking shop there. We've got a whole realm of fucking oh yeah uh, items that can be shipped to you that say fucking Yellowstone Park or whatever. Exactly. And we can have them shipped in a box that says Cousin Rufus was thinking of you at Yellowstone Park. And wanted to fucking send you this kind gift out of the bottom of his heart. Right. Well, well, I, mean, I better get credit for it. Well, yeah. I mean, but we want you to know that we were thinking about you while we were at the Parthenon eating at this Pizza Hut. Maybe a Pizza Hut gift card from the Parthenon. Who fucking knows? If they, if they go to the Parthenon, they might want pizza. <laughs> right. Right. The Parthenon Pizza Hut. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't go hungry at the Parthenon. Can you? I mean, imagine if you were thirsty at the Parthenon. I swear to God, I think I've seen a picture of, like, the ancient pyramids of Egypt at Giza taken from the window of a pizza hut that's, like, right nearby. They need – you know what they just need is – all they need is, like, taco trucks outside of any of those places. Uh, They should (laughs) – they should rebuild the ramps around the pyramid that they built the pyramids with. Just have a taco truck on every level. There you go, going up. Can you do anything at the pyramids? I mean, you're not allowed to crawl on the pyramid, are you? No, you can just point and take a picture. I see. I would. I would be interested to see that too. To be honest with you, if the world's ever a safe place again, I will go to all these places. Especially that part of the world. I would. I've always wanted to go see the pyramids, but it's it's just not safe. It's especially not safe shady. for Americans. You're right. Yeah, or anyone they think might be American. Dude, honestly, I hate to say it, even my friends that are, like, into guns and Trump and all that stuff, they realize that America is not a safe place now. Right? Like, go into the fucking HEB, you can get shot now. That's 
you've got a chance of being shot in an H-E-B that you've never had before. You know what's you know sad? What? I was in H-E-B the other day, uh, maybe two weeks ago, and I, 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 I had forgotten my phone. So maybe that's part of this. But I did find myself, I was like, if a, a, a shooter came in here and this became an, an incident, where would I go? And I started scoping out, like, where I would go and hide. Where would you go? Uh, there was, in this one, there was like a... Go to the health food aisle. No one's ever there. It, it, well, no, that's where they, the most annoying people are. You want to <laughs> You hope they speak that. Right. It, there was behind, like, the whole deli area, they had a huge walk-in freezer. Uh-huh. But the, the thing is, is the freezer did not reach up to the roof. And I was like, I'm not going to go in the freezer because right. You're that's a dead end. Freezer. I'm going to climb up and get on top of the freezer and just hide and wait and hope my family that I abandoned finds me. Right. You know, they're out there standing for themselves in aisle six. And the, yeah. Of course, they would just go immediately go to the beer aisle and look for you. It's like, well, when in doubt, check the beer aisle. That's where dad usually is. That's why I'm smart. I avoid the beer aisle. Oh, right. That's how you lose them. I'm just going out for a 12-pack. Yeah, but the fiend, I don't know. I hope the shots die down soon because I might have to hit that beer aisle. You know what's crazy is where I live in Elkhart, right, when I lived in Elkhart, Indiana, like one of the first weird, like, random shootings was there. Really? This kid goes into a uh, a Martin supermarket there and shot some chick that he barely knew from high school and some lady in an aisle. So fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it was like one of the first, like, random fucking killings just kind of started a, a wave of them. I mean, now they're everyday occurrences. Two or three people shot in a fucking, at the mall. Two or three people shot, you know, and everybody's like, well, what about this hero that took out those people in the, you know, it, in the Anderson, Indiana mall shooting, right? That guy, like, shot the, the perpetrator that was killing people? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, for every one of those stories, there's a story where some guy with a gun whips it out and, like, shoots four or five innocent people. You know right, what I mean? Right. Trying to fucking kill the guy with the gun. What's a hard, hard twist in my mind to think about is like, at, at, at what point are the shooters just pure evil, or do they just have mental issues that have never fucking been addressed? And then you're left wondering. I mean, it's tragic all around, but you're like, well, fuck if. You know, that guy had just gotten what he needed yeah. when he needed it. it Nine, times out of 10, dude. Nine times out of ten, And a lot of it is generational fuck-ups. Parents are on pills. Parents are alcoholics, right? And they don't raise the kid right, or the kid sees abuse in the home. They never, you know, it's it's all of that. It's all, almost all of it is mental health, honestly. Yeah. And it, it's undiagnosed schizophrenia, right? And that's why a lot of these, that's my personal opinion. I don't know that for a fact, but. A lot of the kids that end up doing this shit are, like, kids in their early 20s when that stuff starts to, like, take hold. Right. You know what I mean? And they just fucking lose their minds. And they, I mean, you know, I don't know if third-person shooter games have anything to do with it. I don't know. I and mean, there's a million reasons you could blame, you know, say that's what it is. Society in a whole is just fucking fucked up. Yeah, I have to agree. It's a tough time to be alive as a kid, for sure. It's a creepy, crawly, scary time. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And I'm not talking about wearing masks at school. Mm-hmm. You know. Way to wrap up was a kind of a fun show, Rupert, talking about... I was going to say, well, fuck, now I'm depressed. 
Yeah. All right, you know what can get us through the thump, though, I think? What? Alexa, play Jeopardy. Is she going to work? Thank you, Johnny. Thanks, Johnny, and welcome, everyone. Today welcome. is Saturday, which yeah, means I... it's time for our clues written for teens and families. You can play Teen Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which do you want? Teen. Time for this week's Teen Jeopardy clues. Our first Jeopardy category is top models. The Fit, Accord, and Civic are car models from this company. What is Honda? Good job. Our next Jeopardy category is the dreaded opera category. This heroine of a 1915 Max on Shane's opera shares her name with a lady painted by Leonardo. Who is Mona? No, Mona the correct Lisa? response is who is Mona Lisa. You got okay, it. come on. Is the title guys of this 1997 sci-fi comedy are protecting the Earth from the scum of the universe. What is Men in Black? You're right. Our category is AHA. The response starts with the letters HA. In times of national warning, the U.S. flag is flown this hyphenated way. Half staff. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. A new category is AHA. In times of national warning, the U.S. flag is flown this hyphenated way. What is half staff? You're right. Our next category is ball game. The name of this ball game is derived from the sock in the term association football. Repeat the question. Again, the category is ball game. The name of this ball game is derived from the sock in the term association football. What is soccer? Yes, that's it. The next Jeopardy category is the U.S. before 1900. In 1857, the Supreme Court denied the slave his freedom, bringing the U.S. closer to civil war. Who is Frederick Douglass? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Dred Scott. Dred Scott, the damn next it, Jeopardy I always get those category guys confused. Is Queen Angus T. Jones played the fractional character in the title of this CBS sitcom. Who is two and a half men? What is two and a half men? You're right. Damn. Our eighth Jeopardy category is the science of autumn. Because the Earth orbits faster when it's closer to the sun, the vernal and autumnal days are not exactly a half year apart. What is solstice? Alexa, continue Jeopardy. You've already played the cues for this month. Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Get back to where you left off. The next category is mountain plus river equals uh, state. So where that Name one was right. state that has this mountain and this two. river. Two. We got two. Ethan Allen Mountain, White River. What is North Carolina? No, the correct response was what is Vermont. Our next category is what is century. Russia lost its last star. In this century. What is the 20th? Excellent. Our 11th category 
story is literary character. In Breaking Dawn, she says, I'm 100% sure about Edward. Repeat the question. Again, the category is literary character. In Breaking Dawn, she says, I'm 100% sure about Edward. Who is the girl with the dragon tattoo? No, the correct response was who is Bella Swan. The final category is that so cliche. In a dispute over ownership, remember, this is nine-tenths of the law. What is possession? You're right. All right, let's see how you did on this bet. Seven out of 12 clues. Today we're responding correctly to your 50th clue. Keep it up. You haven't played Monday's clues yet. Do you want to catch up on those clues? Yes. You can upgrade your subscription to get even more clues. In addition to Double Jeopardy, Team and Sports, and Catch-Up Clues, the premium subscription gives you access to weekly head-to-head events to compete against other Jeopardy players. Do you want to learn how to subscribe? No. Gotcha. Do you want to play today's clues again? Yes. Now it's time for like Team Jeopardy Clues. The first Jeopardy category is Top Models. The Fit, Accord, and Civic are car models from this company. It's Replay Team. What is Honda? Correct. Your category is the dreaded opera category. Okay. This Alexa, is... play Adult Jeopardy. Remember, please respond in the form of a question starting with phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is the dreaded opera category. Alexa, restart Jeopardy. You need to respond in the form of a question, starting with who is or what is. You could also say repeat or I don't know. Again, the category is the dreaded opera category. This heroine of a 1915 Max on Schilling's opera shares her name with a lady painted by Leonardo. Who is Mona Lisa? Yes. The third category is blockbuster movies. The title guys of this 1997 sci-fi are protecting the Earth from the scum of the universe. What is Men in Black? You're right. Our fourth category is AHA. The response starts with the letters HA. What is that? What is that? What is that? You talk too fast. Too fast. Scrambler, scrambler CPU. <laughs> That's like the brain, right? Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Welcome back to Jeopardy. It looks like you didn't finish your clues. Do you want to resume your game? No. Okay. Hey, there's a new Jeopardy event happening right now, but it's only available for premium subscribers. This is where she the weekly Jeopardy up. events are a new way to play against other Jeopardy fans in head-to-head tournaments. That might My be assistant kind of can give you more details. It could be. Challenge yeah. yourself with Maybe we about do artists that. and writers with this weekend's event, Arts and Letters. Do you want to learn how to upgrade your subscription? No. Maybe some other time. Do you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yes. Let's play. Our first Jeopardy category is giving you the boot. Because it's waterproof, Sealskin was used to make this randomly named boot, worn in the Arctic. What are galoshes? 
or say I don't know just four things. Which would you like? Repeat the question. Again, the category is like giving me the boot. Because it's waterproof, steel skin was used to make the drowning remains boot worn in the Arctic. What is a zoot boot? What no, the, the correct response is what is muckluck. The second category is good history. He was born in as president of South Africa on May 10th, 1994. Repeat the question. Again, the Who category is apartheid He was born in as president of South Africa on May 10th, 1994. Or I can skip this clue. Which would you like? Who is Nelson Mandela? You're right. The category is acting up on TV. Jason George took the character of Ben Warren from Grey's Anatomy over to the firefighting spin-off. What is Chicago Fire? Nope. The correct response is what is Station 19. The fourth Jeopardy category is the woke mob. This category is about author Herman Woke. Woke's 2012 novel, The Logiker, is about a billionaire who wants to fund a film about this biblical figure. Who is Noah? No, the correct response is who is Moses. Your next Jeopardy category is Color Me Bad. In a 1950s novelty song, Sheb Williams sang of a one-eyed, one-horned people eater of this color. What is purple? Good job. The sixth Jeopardy category is the end. The response ends with the letters T-H-E. This word can be used for a tenth of anything, so it's normally associated with income. Repeat the question. Again, the category is the end. This word can be used for a tenth of anything, so it's normally associated with income. What is a dividend? What is no, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is tied. Let's see what's what? in store in Double Jeopardy. That's the not even a real thing. That's like a biblical thing, isn't it? This rock band didn't say Domo Arigato when they gave founding member Dennis the young reboot in 1999. Who is six? Good job. The next Jeopardy category is 10, 11, and 12-letter words. It's the first word in the acronym, UFO. What is unidentified? Category is trophy husband. Robin Wright was by his side when he won a Best Actor Oscar for Mystic River. Who is Sean Penn? Uh, Alexa, continue Jeopardy. It's Sean. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is Americana. This state has a longer coastline than any other. What is Michigan? Nope. The correct response Florida. is what is Alaska. Oh. Our next Jeopardy category is active Bible verses. Proverbs 30.33 says, Surely the churning of milk bringeth forth butter, and the ringing of the nose bringeth forth fish. <laughs> no, that's incorrect. The correct response is what is blood. Oh. The last category is feeling independent. The African nation of Gabon achieved independence from this country in 1960. What is France? 
Excellent. Here's wow. what you did on these clues. I got the hard That's one. pretty good. You scored half the clues today. You can still play the clues from Tuesday. We actually had an you extra one. We scored seven. Because we had Robin, we had Sean Penn for Robin Wright Penn. Got it. I'm surprised. I thought we scored two. From Tuesday. Do you want to catch up on those clues? Yes. Let's play Jeopardy. The first category is San Diego. News clues. In 1989, the San Diego Zoo won an Edward H. Dean Award for breeding a California type of this endangered bird. What is a condor? You're right. The category is cartoon scenes on the air. Life is like a hurricane in the scene to this show whose characters might solve a mystery or rewrite history. Repeat the question. Again, the category is cartoon theme song lyrics. Life is like a hurricane in the scene to this show whose characters might solve a mystery or rewrite history. Who is, what is Scooby-Doo? No, the correct response is what is DuckTales. The category is 20th Century America. In the early 20th century, at his deli in New York, Richard Hellman began selling this, made from his wife's mother's recipe. What is mayonnaise? Yes, that's it. Our category is hybrid animal parents. A tiger is an offspring of these two animals. What is a tiger and a lion? Yes, that's it. Your fifth category is lock. The response includes the word lock. It's the seven-letter term for what canceled all of the games in the 2004-2005 NHL season. Repeat the question. Again, the category is lock. It's the seven-letter term for what canceled all of the games in the 2004-2005 NHL season. What is the lockout? Yes. That's it. Today's sixth Jeopardy category is key. On a standard computer keyboard, this key is directly to the left of the letter Q. What is tab? Correct. That's the Jeopardy round. Did you have to look or not? for double Jeopardy. The category is International National Park. Bordered by Kenya to the north, Serengeti National Park is in this African country. Again, the category is International National Park. Bordered by Kenya to the north, Serengeti National Park is in this African country. What is Zimbabwe? No, the correct response is what is Tanzania? Your next Jeopardy category is the movie director. He directed the 2019 film, Joker. Read the question. Again, the category is the director. I love the movie. No idea who directed it. Who is Joaquin Phoenix? No. The correct response was who is Todd Phillips. Your ninth Jeopardy category is let's build a house. It's the equine term for a short wall that's often used as a room divider. Repeat the question. Please give your response. Or say I don't know to forfeit. Which would you like? Repeat the question. Again, the category is let's build a house. It's the equine term for a short wall that's often used as a room divider. What is a pony wall? Yes. That's Son it. of a bitch. 
Jeopardy category is possessive Cold words. Snap. The response includes a possessive word with an apostrophe S. In 2003, Scott Turrell picked his novel, Audrey Nicanegger's first, for the Today Show Book Club. Repeat the question. Again, the category is possessive list. In 2003, Scott Turo picked his novel, Audrey Nicanegger's first, for the Today Show Book Club. Please give your response, or say I don't know to forfeit. What is, would you like? What is the Devil Wears Prada? Nope. The correct response was what is the time traveler's wife? Your 11th Jeopardy category is under quarantine. Mary Allen was quarantined on two separate occasions after her cooking caused an outbreak of this fever. Repeat the question. Again, the category is under quarantine. Mary Allen was quarantined on two separate occasions after her cooking caused an outbreak of this fever. What is scarlet fever? No, the correct response was what is typhoid fever. Typhoid Our fever. final category typhoid is Mary. The name of this art that involves animals comes from the Greek for arrangement and skin. Repeat the question. Again, the category is word origin. The name of this art that involves animals comes from the Greek for arrangement and skin. What is taxidermy? You're right. Here's how you did on these clues. <laughs> you seven out of 12 clues. You know, you haven't played Wednesday's clues. Do you want to catch up on those clues? Yes. Let's see what's in store for the Jeopardy rounds. Your first Jeopardy category is Tease Rise for our national. Tree, voted as such in 2004, with a mighty following. It's also the national tree of Germany and Serbia. Is the sequoia? Oh. That's not it. The correct response is what is the oak? The second category is double talk. Usually played with the hands, this drum is associated with Native American and Eastern cultures. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Tambourine. double talk. Usually played with the hands. This drum is associated with Native American and Eastern cultures. What is a djembe? What, what is a djembe? Alexa. She's just on blue on us. It's djembe, trust me. Okay. So we got 12 out of 12 on this one. Yeah, we're done. We nailed Alexa. it. Alexa? Are you in there? Alexa. There you go. Sorry. I'm having trouble understanding right now. Please try a little later. Alexa, continue Jeopardy. You were in the middle of clues from earlier this week. Would you like to continue where you left off? Yes. Let's get back to where you left off. The next Jeopardy category is double talk. Usually played with the hands. This drum is associated with Native American and Eastern cultures. What is a djembe? 
The first Jeopardy category is the Met, Averse. New York's Metropolitan Museum of Art has an entrance on this avenue, about a mile and a half northeast of Saks. was there last year. Uh, no, the correct response was what is Fifth Avenue? I was going to say Fifth Avenue, but I don't want to too obvious. Were you? Yes, I was, but then you seem like you know what you're talking about. Shut state. your face. What's an annual matchup between the Sooners and the Longhorns? Repeat the question. Again, the I category is Fifth Aside from its namesake game, Cotton Bowl Stadium oh. in this state, what's an annual matchup between the Sooners and the Longhorns? What is Texas? Excellent. The category is odd numbers. 12-inch long play vinyl records should be spun at 33 and a third RPM, while 7-inch singles are made to play at this speed. What is 45 RPM? Good job. Damn, you're on the roll. The fourth step category is Build-A-Bear Workshop. Rapper Waka Flock of Flame got the Waka in his name from the Waka Waka catchphrase of this Muppet Bear. Who is Fozzie Bear? You're right. Waka Waka Waka. The fourth waka. category is the Old West. With gambling popular on trains, these became known as a railroad Bible in the Old West. Repeat the question. Again, the category is the Old West. With gambling popular on trains, these became known as a railroad Bible in the Old West. What is a deck of cards? Damn! This category is what's your angle. The response ends with the letters A and G L E. It's another name for a five-pointed star, often used as a mystical symbol. What is a pentangle? Pentagram. You're right. I oh. hope you're ready for another pentangle. The category is using geography. A Shanghai, Beijing, or Nanjing, it's the Chinese city that's farthest north. What is Shanghai? No, the correct response was what is Beijing? Beijing. Our category is compound words. It describes a photo that's been subject to too much light or a celebrity who's been the subject of too many photographers. What is overexposed? Excellent. The category is bottoms up. In a euphemism dating back to the 18th century, the bottom of the sea is called Baby Jones's fish. What is locker? You're right. The 10th Jeopardy category is named as Hitmaker. Heaven is a place on Earth, and Matabaji were hit for this artist. Repeat the question. Again, the category is named as Hitmaker. Heaven is a place on Earth, and Matabaji were hit for this artist. Who is Belinda Carlisle? Excellent. Boom! The 10th Jeopardy category is health and medicine. Plantar fasciitis is an inflammation of connective tissue in its body parts. What is the foot? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's it. The final category is closing statements. This category is about literary last lines. As if it had been the signal he waited for, Newman Archer got up slowly and walked back alone to his hotel, concludes this book. Repeat the question. Again, the category is closing statements. As if it had been the signal he waited for, Newland Archer got up slowly and walked back alone to his hotel, 
concludes this book. What is on the road? No, that's incorrect. The correct response is what is the age of innocence? There's a new Jeopardy event going on right now. To join the weekly events, you'll need to become a premium subscriber. Do you want to learn how to subscribe? No! Okay, if you change your mind, you can ask to subscribe at any time while playing Jeopardy. Here's how you did on these clues. A solid showing today. Nine correct out of 12 You still have yesterday's clues to catch up on. Do you want to catch up on those clues? We had one. So 10, right? Uh, Yes. I didn't hear it. it. Ten. Okay. Do you love playing Jeopardy every day? Please rate the skill to show your support. Let's test your lyrical knowledge with a cool game. I'll search our library. Would you like to try it? No. Okay. Come back tomorrow for Sports Jeopardy. Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Do you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yes. Let's take it away. Let's do that, you dumbass. Our first category is a month of history. On the Gregorian calendar, the Bolshevik Revolution of 1917 happened in this month, one after the month it's named for. What is October? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is November. Damn it. Our next Jeopardy category it. is British folklore and legends. We're often told not to make deals with this figure, but British folklore hero Jack O'Kent did and always managed to win out. Who is the devil? The Jeopardy category is words with double letters. The fans of Pogs in the 1990s. Oh. It was a heavy type of disc, but to the rest of us, it's a plain term for prison. Repeat the question. Again, the category is words with double letters. The fans of Pogs in the 1990s. It was a heavy type of gift, but to the rest of us, it's a slang term for prison. What is clink? No, the correct response is what is slammer. Oh Our category God. is expensive food. Due to issues with its natural habitat, the Matsutake variety of this. Is rare in Japan and is known to sell for one thousand dollars a pound. What is mushroom? Jeopardy category is at cross purposes. The London Bridge that spanned the Thames from 1831 to 1968 now crosses a voting channel in this U.S. state. What is Texas? No, the correct response is what is Arizona. Our sixth category is a TV title character speak. This character once said. I don't want to be known as the attorney who let the judge tell her how to dress. Who is Allie McBeal? Good job. It's time for the double jeopardy round. McBeal of Isle. category is books of the Civil War era. This author criticized Victorian values in the novel, A Mutual Friend. Please give your response, or I can quit this clue. Which would you like? Who is Bolero? Sorry, the correct response was who is Charles Dickens. Dickens. The age category is Bellinger Egot. This category is about people in entertainment who have completed an Egot. As a director, he won two E's, eight T's, and a single O, which he earned for his work on The Graduate. Who is Dustin Hoffman? 
No, that's incorrect. The correct response was he was Mike Nichols. The ninth category oh, yeah. is metallic expression. People oh, yeah. who drive the car at a high rate are said to have this extremity. What is the lead foot? Correct. Today's 10th Jeopardy category is the life of Pablo. Born in Managua, Pablo Antonio Cuadra was dubbed a literary activist and was jailed several times in this country. What is Cuba? That's not it. Mexico? The correct response was what is Nicaragua? Nicaragua? Nicaragua, man. How you that know? community supporting the sports teams of this Big Ten University. Repeat the question. Again, the category of colleges and universities. Our nation is an online fan community supporting the sports teams of this Big Ten University. What is Cornell? Sorry, Coronation. the correct response was what is Nebraska? Sewer Nation? Is that what they were saying? The response starts and ends with the letter A. A lighthouse, considered one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, was built in the city's harbor. Repeat the question. Again, the category is places from A to A. A lighthouse, considered one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, was built in the city's harbor. What is Athena? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was, what is Alexandria? There's a new Jeopardy event going on right now. To join the weekly events, you'll need to become a premium subscriber. Shut Do up, you want to learn how to subscribe? No. Okay, if you change your mind, you can ask to subscribe at any time while playing Jeopardy. Got Let's it. see how you did. You got four out of twelve. Oh, my God. Oh, man. But you can play them again. You last played the clues on Friday. We're playing Friday. Friday. Got it. We're kidding. We know the answer. If we get them all right, we get a perfect score. We remember them. Come on. I bet you don't remember them all. On the Gregorian calendar, the Bolshevik Revolution of 1917 happened in this month, one after the month it's named for. What is October? I know. I was not doing that to us, Rufus. Our category is British folklore and legend. You're going to do all your wrong answers again? Yeah, let's see if we can remember all the wrong answers. And always managed to win out. Repeat the question. Repeat the question. Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Let's see if we can get all the wrong answers again. I don't think we can. Well, I can get, get every Remember, answer wrong. No, but I mean with our previous wrong answers. phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is British folklore and legends. We're often told not to make deals with this figure. We got the this British one right. British folklore hero Jack O'Keefe did and always managed to win out. Who is the devil? You're right. All right. Our category is words with double letters. The fans of Pogs in the 1990s. It was a heavy type of this book. Yours. But to the rest of us. It's a slang term for prison. The clink. What is the clink? The wrong answer. <laughs> Continue Jeopardy. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is expensive food. Oh. 
Due to issues with its natural habitat, the Moxicotti variety of this is rare in Japan and is known to sell for $1,000 a pound. What is mushroom? Excellent. The next Jeopardy category is at cross purposes. The London Bridge that spanned the Thames from 1831 to 1968 now crosses a boating channel in this U.S. state. That's it's almost painful to hear a beep it wrong. Because I know it's right Your for whoever trying to do. I just feel like you talk because you get all the wrong answers. I don't want to be known as the attorney who let the judge tell her how to dress. Who is Allie McBeal? Excellent. That's it for the Jeopardy round. We did good on the Jeopardy round. The next Jeopardy we category is books of the Civil War era. This author criticized Victorian values in the novel, oh. A Mutual Friend. Repeat the question. This was you. I, I just took oh, a look at it. Who is Charles Dickens? But what was the your next guess? Category is I forgot. I don't know. Oh, I guess. It's about people in who have conceded an EGOT. As a director, what is an EGOT, Eighteen and a single O, which he earned for his work on the graduate. Who is Dustin Hoffman? No, response was who is Mike Nichols. The next Jeopardy category is metallic expressions. People who drive their car at a high rate of speed are said to have this extremity. What is lead foot? Yes, that's it. The next category is the life of Pablo, born in Managua. Pablo Antonio Quadra was dubbed a literary activist and was jailed several times in this country. What is Nicaragua? I didn't I hear Managua. If I heard Managua the first right. time, I would have gotten it. Oh, all right. Well, then we got five. And universities. We did get five. an online fan community supporting the sports teams of this Big Ten University. Repeat the question. Again, the category is colleges and universities. Corn Nation is an online Corn Nation. Supporting the sports what she was saying before. What is Nebraska? Excellent. Yeah. Our last Jeopardy category is places from A to A. The response starts and ends with the letter A. A lighthouse, considered one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, was built in the city's harbor. What is Athena? That's what you said, though. You said Athena. I know, I know, that's wrong. Oh, yeah, we're doing the wrong answer. Right. Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Shut the fuck up. What is shut, shut the fuck up? All right, Alexa. Good night. All right, I don't even want to know. We got five there? Yeah, yeah. Wait, okay. Seven, 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 nine, five? Okay, first of all, there's, there's, there's some bad news and some good news. Uh-oh. All right. All right. Give me the bad news first. The bad, the bad news, news is the last the documented time that we did this was 6-11-2022, so it's been over a month. Oh, my God. That's too long without a show. It's sad. It's depressing. It is sad. Can we even call ourselves a show anymore for a power duo? If we can, if we can make can... it one more week in a row, maybe. All right. Well, we're doing it next week then. The good news is the week before that, yeah, we did worse. Really? We got we a got 6.2 average. This round, we got a 7.2 average. Woo! So, wait, but the week before, we were really killing it a couple weeks in a row, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were. We had an 11 and a, maybe a 12. I'll go back in time. Here we go. I'm just going to show okay. the show. 
Today, 7.2. Then 8.2, I want you to do this. Now look between that 7.2. How many shows did we miss in between doing that show? Oh, God, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, a month. Okay, now now look at the other 6.2 from a couple weeks ago. How many shows did we miss before that? Uh, we got we a got nine, a nine on 5-6, okay. 2022. Yep. The next, the next one, one, which is 6.2, was 5-21. So it was, we missed some shows. Two weeks, two weeks we missed. We got to stay on top of the shows, and we got to keep we our fucking smart. We, we have to, yeah. Not to say, I, and you know what? I enjoy it. So I always look forward to the show. I mean, you've been canceling a lot of shows lately, dude. I wondered how committed you were to this podcast, to be honest. I have. I have. You know, I mean, I'll be honest. I have because I didn't think you gave a shit anymore. So I was like, right. fuck I it. I didn't feel like you gave a shit. So maybe we've had a little breakthrough here tonight. I obviously give a shit. You don't even yeah. give a shit. I don't know if it's obvious, but I'll take your word. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll take that. I try to make it obvious. Obvious is a strong word. Exactly. What sucks is during the summer here, it's like the only time we can get outside. You know what I mean? So it, it you're like, uh, well, I don't mind doing the show. Every, I can do a show every night in the fucking winter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here you got such a limited time to get outside. You're like, oh, I got to enjoy a little bit of the outside or I'll go crazy and probably fucking do like Johnny on, uh, what was that movie? Karate Kid. The Shiny. The Shiny. Karate Karate Kid. With all you roads lead to Karate Kid. (laughs) The Karate Kid. Sweep the leg. Remember that? Hands off. Hands on. Hands (laughs) off. Wax the knob. Wax on, or wait, wax on, wax off. Wax off. off. (laughs) All right, Mr. Miyagi, uh, always a pleasure doing a show with you, Rufus. It's been too long, my friend. Let's make it a point to do a show next week, and the next week, and the next week, and the next week. I'm almost excited at some point to get back into a Tuesday night show as well. I'm down. down. The the happy, or the half hours were always fun. Pleasure both. I'm totally totally fucking down. down. All right, dude. All right, we're going to do it. And our Jeopardy scores are going to skyrocket. Outrageous. How would we do that, though? It's just the, the, the sinking. The, we don't have to oh, look yeah, at yeah. it. It's just, it's it, mine. The communal right. mind. Communal I thought you meant like we would take do a Jeopardy show on a Tuesday half an hour show. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm just saying right. that by Friday right. we'll be so fucking in sync. Right. And we need to be more in sync. The world needs us to be in sync. We, we do. We, we need to develop our fucking billion-dollar idea because I work with a bunch of fucking monkeys that I'm tired of working with. So, well, well, we, what if we uh, not the billion-dollar ideas and let other people do them, I guess? Well, I know, but I need to get paid for the billion-dollar ideas. I can't just give them away anymore. Uh, you yeah. have to spend a little money to make one of the billion-dollar ideas come to fruition. I agree. I agree. We're getting up yeah. there in age. We are. We're both. I do not want to keep working. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, Even though it's in the pot business, I'm not enjoying working. All right, Rufus, until next time, this is Double Z saying, ow, ow, ow! This is Rufus saying, let me see if I can remember how to do this. Exactly. Right, go back it's been so long. Ow! <laughs> ow! There it is, folks. That's the one from the song. So check it out uh, right, on uh, iTunes. Check out... Uh, 
all of our stuff on iTunes. Uh, this is time for Soft Double Z saying out. And Rufus say no saying out in the goddamn show. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. Until next time.